0: Welcome to the Coffee with Care podcast. I am so excited for today's coffee chat, and I feel so honored that you're here to keep time out of your day to join me on this imaginary coffee date. So, without any further ado, grab your favorite drink, maybe a snack, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey, y'all. So, I just wanted to give a quick disclaimer at the beginning of our coffee date, and say that in this episode, I am talking about the pro life movement. I'm talking about my personal story and how I have gotten involved, and how um, I have learned the different, like different organizations that are pro life and things like that. I do later in the episode talk about resources for healing for um, women who have had an abortion. And I just, I kind of want to give, like, I don't know, I guess a trigger warning because I don't want, if you've had some sort of horrible experience with abortion, I don't want you to listen to this um, episode and not know that that's coming up. And so just be aware that I am going to be sharing those resources. And um, if, you would like not to hear this episode, feel free to go find a different coffee date to um listen to. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Or um feel free to stay tuned and listen. Um I also want to give a different different disclaimer and say that I am not completely educated on the different politics about the pro-life movement and the pro-life politicalness. Um so if you ask a question about what I believe about some state's policy, I may not have any idea or any formed opinion. And I, anyway, so I just want to kind of say that up front to you, Like I'm still learning and I'm not an expert about things. Um, so yeah, but I'll get more into all of that later in this episode. I just wanted to give you a heads up that that's coming. And so you're not caught off guard when I start talking about abortion anyway. So, without further ado, let's get into this coffee date. Hey, and welcome to another episode of Coffee with Kara. Today, I want to share a personal story with you, a bit about how one movie has changed my life, and then later I might share some tips with you of what I have learned in regards to this story I am about to share with you. Suspense. Okay, so my story begins back in February. I think it was February, February, anyway, February or January. can't remember which, but my best friend texted me that she was something like, oh my goodness, I'm so excited about this movie. And then she sent a screenshot of the movie poster for the movie Unplanned. And like I looked at it and I kind of like I googled it real quick because it's like this sounds familiar and sure enough I saw that Unplanned was going to be about Abby Johnson who used to be the director of a Planned Parenthood in College Station Texas and then has since left and become pro-life and so I know a little bit about her story I think I heard somebody who knew her speak once or something like that back in high school so I thought it was going to be a really good movie and, but I looked it up and I saw that the movie was going to be rated R and I had a little bit of a crisis about that because I am super legalistic. I have a super legalistic personality, I've been trying to like overcome this over the last couple of years, but a rule I have for myself is that I don't want to watch R rated movies. And my reason for this is a fairly decent one, I feel like, because most R rated movies are rated that for a reason, like there's either a ton of violence, which scares me and I don't like seeing blood and gore and all that stuff it just doesn't interest me um, or because it has bad language which I don't really want to be hearing that either or because it has like sex scenes or nudity which I don't want to see either. So it's just like I've never been interested in going to see an R-rated movie because of one of those things. But then when I was looking at Unplanned and looking into that I saw that the only reason why it was rated R was because it had three scenes that depict abortions and So I looked at it more and there's like no bad language, like there wasn't going to be anything inappropriate, like no sex. The only violence in it was going to be those abortions. And so I was like, okay, well, I guess I can go see it and then just not look during those scenes if it gets too overwhelming. I could just look down or look away and not watch. And so I decided I was going to go see it, but I was still a little bit nervous about this. Um, And so I started looking up Abby Johnson on YouTube and looking more into her story, kind of so I would know what to expect when I um, go see the movie. So I was researching her and watching YouTube videos, like I said, and I found one YouTube video that I will link to in the show notes um, to this episode that you can find on my blog, coffeewithkara.com. But I found this one YouTube video in which she was telling a bit of her story and a bit of how Planned Parenthood is um, infiltrating the elementary school system, really, like how they're starting, honestly, brainwashing kids from a very young age. Anyway, so it was like very interesting, but in there, she also said... Fun fact that apparently Bluebell is a pro-life company. So if you live in Texas, you know what Bluebell is. And so go get yourself some Bluebell ice cream and feel good about that because apparently it's a pro-life company. Anyway, but in this video, she had this line, like she said something like how she loves when people come up to her and tell her that they are pro-life. And she says like, I love that, that makes me so happy. But what I wanna know more is what are you doing to be pro-life? And that line that she said, that quote, has just never left my brain. Cause I was like, huh, I've always kind of considered myself a pro-life person. Like I've thought and believed that abortion is wrong, but I haven't done anything to be pro-life opposed, like, except for, um, like voting for pro-life people. Like that's the only way I've been pro-life, which I feel like isn't like, I mean, go vote. Voting does make a difference, but like that doesn't make a difference in like people's lives in my community. You know, like I'm not doing anything to make a difference. It's the elected candidates that, you know, I'm, expecting to do all this stuff and so why should I expect them to do it if I'm not doing pro-life things myself you know anyway so like that quote just like stuck in my head and then I went and saw the movie Unplanned and when I saw Unplanned I just that quote that what are you doing to be pro-life constantly rang through my head as I was watching the movie and if you've seen Unplanned um you saw that um, Mary Lisa and Sean Carney depicted in the movie and how um, they started the 40 Days for Life campaign. They called it like the Coalition for Life in the movie. It used to be called the Coalition for Life. It's so, like that. Um, was seen in the movie and you see like how these pro-life people are making a difference and the movie does a really good job too I think of showing you know the more like radical pro-life people who are like standing outside the Planned Parenthood wearing like a grim reaper outfit and like showing up these horrible images and things like that so they show that side of the pro-life movement which is kind of what I thought you know the actual pro-life people were like even though I considered myself like politically pro-life like That's what I thought real pro-life people were like. But the movie shows like that juxtaposed to Mary Lisa and Sean who were just out there quietly, prayerfully, building relationships with the people at the Planned Parenthood. You know, like not judging them, just praying for them and praying for the women and coming at it with such an attitude of peace and compassion as opposed to the rage that was shown by the other people at the Planned Parenthood standing outside there. So... I really thought that was pretty cool. And at the very end of the movie, um, there's a thing that the company Pure Flix has done a couple different times at different movies of theirs, where they like have a little sentence that pops up um, right before the credits rolls. That's like, if you um, have had an abortion, or you know someone who has had an abortion, or you're considering one text this number if you are interested in learning more about how you can get involved in the pro-life movement, text LIFE to blah 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 number. And so I remember like staring at that number and like memorizing it, so hardcore, and so I like, memorized it real fast and then um, I texted LIFE or whatever the word was to that number and they sent me a text with, like, these resources and stuff. And so I saw planned with my boyfriend, so I didn't, like, look through that um, then. But later that night, I, like, pulled up that text message and started looking at all the different things, like, that web page that they sent me, like, had. And they had, like, all these different, like, links to different pro-life organizations, to different um, ways you can get involved nationally. Which, I don't know. Like, I thought that was all well and fine, but there's just so many pro-life organizations that I really didn't know what to choose from. And so I ended up wondering, like the thought crossed my mind, I wonder if there is a Planned Parenthood abortion facility near me. And so I Googled it. I Googled Planned Parenthood near me or abortion facility near me. I'm not entirely sure which. And I was shocked. So there's not one in my town and I knew that, that there wasn't one that I had here locally. But there's one 45 minutes away from me in this town that I kind of consider like, I don't know, it's 45 minutes is a pretty decent length. But I've gone to this town lots of times like growing up and even now in college, like to go do various different activities and things in this town. And I was just shocked that they had a Planned Parenthood and that, you know, like, respectively, it was pretty close to me. And I, I processed that, you know, if that's the closest one and the other one, there was, like, another one that was pretty close. that was, like, an hour and, like, 15 minutes away. I was, like, all the people from my town who want to have an abortion would be going to that facility. And I wanted to get involved, but I didn't know how. So I, like, Googled pro-life organizations in the name of the city where this Planned Parenthood was so I googled that and several things came up and so I started like going through Google like this is probably about 12 30 at night going through Google like looking up all the different organizations all the different things and seeing like what they were how I could get involved and then I saw the 40 days for life website pop up and I saw that there was actually happening right now a 40 days for life campaign or by right now I mean you know um, back in April when I saw them Planned, So there's the 40 Days for Life spring campaign that was happening. And so if you don't know what that is, basically it's just um, these people sign up and they go to the Planned Parenthood in their city and they just stand outside for an hour and they pray. And they have people stationed there, I think it's from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. for 40 days. And the spring campaign always happens during Lent. And so it ended at Easter which is pretty soon after I saw Unplanned and so I was like well that's sad it's ending I didn't get a chance to go I don't really know how I would get involved I think it'd be really scary to just show up like what if these people are not nice like I had all these worries and all these concerns about going but um, I looked and I found the Waco 40 days for life page on the just 4 Days for Life. I think it's .com or .org, something like that. So I found that they were having this closing prayer event, prayer event on a Saturday. And I decided I would go. And I texted a friend I had that lived in this city and asked her if she could go with me and then unfortunately she had something going on that day and so i texted another friend that i have locally and i was like hey do you want to drive to this town and go to this thing with me and she was like sorry i can't i have a wedding to go to that day and i was like well bummer <laughs> i'm gonna have to go by myself And I was really scared and I was really afraid that I was gonna change my mind. It's like, I didn't tell anyone. I didn't tell my boyfriend I was going to this thing. I didn't tell my mom. I didn't tell my best friend. I was like very much like, I don't know. I didn't want to tell them. I'm gonna go pray at this pro-life thing and then change my mind and not go because that would be awkward. And I felt like if I told someone that I would be committed and I was really afraid, but I just could not get the thought out of my head. Like I just felt like I needed to go. I needed to go to this event and I needed to pray and kind of get my foot in the door and see what these pro-life people in this town were like. And if I hated it and it was bad, then I would never do anything again. But if it was great, then well, we'll see from there. And that day... I was, like, checking the weather and stuff, and it looked like it was going to be stormy and windy, and I was really afraid of having to drive on the highway in this awful weather. But by the time the night came and it was time to go, it was just windy. Like, the rain had stopped. It wasn't wet. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. So I texted my mom, and I was like, I'm going to go to this prayer event at Planned Parenthood don't freak out and so she called me and she's like you're doing what and so I had to tell her because I didn't want her to like look out find my friend on her iPhone and see that I was you know 45 minutes away all of a sudden from where I was supposed to be so I told her and she said it was you know fine like I was going to go regardless of what she thought but you know I was glad that she said it was fine because um, I do want to listen to my mother's advice and wisdom anyway um, hang on I just pulled up to a coffee shop and I'm trying to get my sun visors up on my dashboard and they're giving me a struggle. Okay, so I'm going to pause there because like I just said, I'm parked at a coffee shop. I have to go in and um, meet a friend for a in real life coffee date. So I'm going to pause this coffee date and I will be back to continue my story with you in a minute. I always record these podcasts while I'm driving. If you've been around here a while, you probably know this, but um, I just wanted to re that explanation. So the whole, I'm pulling up to a coffee shop thing that I just said, and I re-listened to a part, like to that last little bit, um, to remember where I was at just now. And like, you can totally hear my keys hitting um, my car, like as I turn, and so I think that's, so funny so um quick little behind the scenes thing so how i record these podcasts is through an iphone app well i think you can get on android too but i have an app called anchor and it's really cool because you like don't have to have any fancy equipment or anything like you can just like talk in your phone and you can also do it like where you hold your phone up to your ear as if you're talking on the phone and it records you that way and like it stops recording whenever you take your phone down and so like I don't know so that's what I'm doing while I'm driving I'm like talking on my phone and so you can probably hear my keys right now (laughs) anyway okay so I want to get back to my story and like talk about the prayer event because that's like really how I got started with the whole pro life stuff um so I went to this prayer event I drove to the town nothing happened on the highway which is good I found it I was really freaked out. I pulled up to it. I had never been to a Planned Parenthood before, and so I was a little scared. I wasn't sure where to park, Um, but this Planned Parenthood was like, it's its own separate building in this town, but it's by like a shopping center type place. So like, if you think of like a mall, I guess, what are they called, like strip malls? I don't know, like, you know, it's like on a strip. I feel like that sounds bad, but you know, know, like a little strip like outdoor where you like walk around to the stores, kind of like that, like an outlet mall, but not a lot of outlets. I don't know. Either you know what I'm talking about or you don't. But anyway, so I, like, parked in that shopping lot, like, the, for the shopping center. Like, I s- parked in that um, parking lot and walked over. And there was already, like, a huge crowd of people. And so I got there, and they were, like, singing, like, a worship song or something. And then um, when I got there, they, like, stopped and started doing announcements. And they were, like, passing around these, like, sheets of paper that had, like, the agenda for the night. And um, so I looked at it, and it said that it started 30 minutes before I got there, which was not what the website said. So, like, I had wrong information on the website. Um, And so I felt embarrassed that I showed up late. But there's really no way I could have known because, like, that's what the website said. Um, So anyways, we, like, sang songs. And then there were, like, people speaking about different um, stories that had happened during that 40 Days for Life campaign. And then there was, like, prayer. And I don't remember what all exactly there was. But at one point, we, like, walked around the Planned Parenthood like seven times and like praying um like how um in Jer like in um the book of Joshua in the Bible how they marched around the walls of Jericho seven times and then they fell down so it was like in reference of that like so we like just did that prayer walk around it and the re- number for seven was from the Bible um so we had like a prayer time like walking around and that night was freezing too I forgot to mention this so like it didn't rain it was just windy but it was so cold like the winds and everything that like blew in like came in from the north and so this was happening like this was mid-april and I live in central Texas and so like it's normally really hot where I live. And by April, it's like probably 70s, 80s, like even when it goes dark, like it's still probably like 60 outside. It was like 32 degrees. And I was wearing um, jeans um, that are not like, so I'm super tall. And so, my jeans, like, I have a hard time finding jeans that, like, go all the way down to my ankles. so, these were a little bit short. And so, I had them, like, cuffed up so they didn't look awkward. And then I was wearing, like, a t shirt with, like, a cardigan. And that was it. And it was, like, 30 degrees outside. And there were people there, like, with puffy jackets, with toboggans on their heads, like, mittens, and, like, prepared for this, like, sudden winter storm we had in the middle of April. And I was, like, I'm ready for summer, apparently, over here. So, it, w- it was cold. Like, I was freezing as I was walking around this building praying. And I was just like, I'm just going to keep walking. I'm going to keep praying. I'm not going to stop. They were serving hot chocolate. And so I got a cup after like a lap or two and like just held it in my hands for warmth. Um, Yeah. So that was an experience. But anyway, so while I was at that um, Jericho walk is what they refer to it. While I was there, they talked about um, this thing called sidewalk advocates for life. And they talked about Uh, this organization called CareNet, and so um they were passing around signups to get training to be a sidewalk advocate and I had actually read about the sidewalk advocates for life organization when I was doing all my research after seeing unplanned for different like pro-life groups so I was like oh sure it would be interesting to come up and like find out what sidewalk advocacy is actually like and so I put my name on the list and um And then I got an email a few weeks later, or maybe even like a week later, I don't remember, but I got an email from the people for Sidewalk Advocates for Life saying like, thank you for signing up for your interest in this training. And they gave us all this information about when the Sidewalk Advocates training was gonna be. And so I went to that, and that was like almost exactly a month after I saw plant. And so at that training, it was like in the morning, on a Saturday in May, And I showed up at this little church in the town that had the, um, that has the Planned Parenthood. I'm so sorry. I'm like trying so hard not to like say the name of the town because internet privacy, but, um, I showed up at that town and I found the church and I walked in and like everyone there was like super nice, super friendly. Like I was really nervous because I knew no one who was going to be here. And like going to a prayer event was one thing because so you don't really have to talk to people, but this was like, I'm going to have to talk to people that I don't know is scary. Um, but like I signed up, I like put my name down or like, you know, like signed in. That's what I meant. Like signed in, like said my name, like asked like what church do you go to? Um, like, um, they asked for our email address and phone number and stuff. And so I put all that down and then I sat down at the closest table. Cause there's like one lady who had like smiled at me when I come in and like introduced herself to me. And so I sat down at her table and, um, then I was like talking to her and one other lady and they're like asking how I heard about this and I said I went to the 40 days for life closing event and they said that they were uh what's called day captains for 40 days for life and I'm still not entirely sure what that means but I think it just means like they're in charge of who comes that day for the 40 days for life daily prayer thing I don't know I have no idea still. But they're what's called a day captain for it. And so they were like talking to me about that and talking about how they go out to the sidewalk for sidewalk advocacy, what I was there for attorney training for. Um, They go weekly, I think, like every time that there's an abortion week. And um, anyway, um, I got up at that point and like went to the bathroom because I've been driving for like an hour to get to this place. And when I came back, there was another girl at the table who was about my age. And so I like sat down and like, I was like, hi, I'm Kara. And she was like, hi, I'm Katie. And then the people at my table, like I had told them that I was from out of town and they told me, they're like, Katie's from your town too and I looked at her and I was like no way and she's like yeah you're from there too and I was like yeah and so it turns out that she and I live like five minutes from each other which is just so crazy to me that we like happen to sit at the same table at this training and now she and I are like friends and we like carpool to all this stuff like all the different pro-life things like up in this town so we don't have to drive the hour by ourselves but um so yeah so she um so she and i like got connected and stuff and then we did the training and the training was really good and i it's been two months and so i can't tell you all the details but that's okay if you want more like let me know and i'll go more into the actual like information about what sidewalk advocates for life is but basically the short version is it was just training to know how to properly go to the sidewalk outside of planned parenthood and talk to the women going in and out of there in a non-confrontational, loving, compassionate way. And so that's what I got trained to do. And um, I also found out there about this organization called CareNet. And so they briefly mentioned CareNet at the Forty Days for Life thing, but I found out way more about it at the Sidewalk Advocates for Life. Wait, okay, so I found out about CareNet at the 40 Days for Life thing, and then I learned more at the sidewalk advocacy training. Okay, sorry, lots of life words thrown around. Blah. Anyway, Um. hard to keep track. So CareNet, you can, like, Google it and, like, it'll pull up to, like, organizations. Like, I think it's national, a national thing. I don't know. But we have one in this town, and the one that we have there, it's like a, it's a pregnancy center, but they do all these different things for the women and it's like blows my mind honestly like what all they are able to do like they offer free pregnancy um like ultrasounds they offer all these different services and I don't want to like misrepresent them and say something that they do that they like actually don't because I'm going to get confused or something else but I know they have like lots of different like medical services that are completely free for the women. um they're able to give them referral to a doctor who can give them an abortion pill reversal like so you have 72 hours once someone takes the first abortion pill they have 72 hours to reverse it before taking the second one and there's absolutely no side effects and it doesn't harm the baby at all and it's like amazing and so they like give them information about that and then there's also So, like, that's at their, like, medical location. But they also have this other location where they have, like, free baby clothes, free um, baby food, diapers, like, car seats, like, any sort of thing, like, the mother needs. They have all of that that's there ready to give away to them. And then they also have these, like, classes that they go to that, like, they learn about fetal development. They learn about breastfeeding. They learn about car seat safety. Um, This past week, I think they had one about like positive discipline for your children and all sorts of different classes. So they go to those and they get points for things that they can get um, in their CareNet store that they have there and all of this is completely free. They also have free childcare that happens um, during those classes. They have um, spiritual counseling available for them that they're able to go to and like get prayer if they need to, they have specific um, spiritual counselors there that that's what they do is like pray over them and things. And then they also um, house women too. So if the women who are pregnant like need a place to live because they got kicked out of wherever they're living, they can come to this place for free and stay there if they already have kids, their kids are totally welcome. They could stay the rooms. Like, I got to tour them. and uh, Like, I got to tour one that no one was living in. Let me rephrase. And they're so nice. Like, it was nicer than, like, a college dorm. Like, any college dorm I've been to on my campus at my university. Like, they were bigger than those. They um, had two bunk beds in there that were completely, like, bedded with cute bedding. <laughs> bedded with cute bedding? I don't know. And they had... Um, like dressers and desks and things, and like it was all like very, very nice. So that's there where they, so they can house up to 28 women. So they have seven rooms with two bunk beds each, so like a total of four beds. But they try not to house more than 14 women at a time. And um, that way there's not like too crowded. And if a woman comes with like multiple children, they just give that whole family like their own room. Anyway, so that's kind of like what this organization does. I found out about all of this at this training. And then they were talking about like volunteer opportunities and how like they need people to volunteer to help there. And so I signed up and I applied and like went in and did like an interview and stuff. And so this summer I have started doing that as well as a few other, um, pro-life things. And I will talk to you about that in a second. I am now back in my apartment, so I'm going to walk inside and I'll talk to you in there. I feel like this is going to be a really long coffee date. So I guess you saw that whenever you clicked on this episode, cause you see the time, but anyway, I apologize for this midway through episode. Anyway, bye. <laughs> talk to you in a second. Okay, so that's kind of, like, all about um, my story and how I found out about all these different pro-life organizations and kind of, like, my introduction to them. <laughs> Quick recap halfway through this episode, this coffee chat. Um, so I saw it would be unplanned, which led me to Google abortion facilities near me, which led me to this town that's about an hour away from me, which led me to the 40 Day for Life, closing rally prayer event, which then introduced me to Sidewalk Advocates for Life, and this organization called Care Net. Sounds like Hair Net, if I was talking really fast in the car earlier, probably definitely did sound like Hair Net, but it's Care, like Cara, but Care Net. Um, anyway, and so this summer I thought it would be super cool to get involved with this pro-life community, especially since now I have all this time because I'm not teaching right now. And so, oh, there's sirens outside. Jesus, make sure they're okay. Okay. Um, that was a prayer. Not taking Jesus's name in vain. Um, sorry. Okay, so I get distracted easily. In case you haven't been able to pick up on that, now. Okay. Um. So. Sorry, sirens kind of freaked me out. Um. So this summer, I started volunteering at CareNet um, with their child care and um so whenever their moms like whenever the moms go to classes which are every weekday they have classes at like in the morning and then some days they have afternoon classes so one day a week i would drive up and i help with the child care and so i get to watch little babies or like toddlers they take four year olds and younger than that and that's been really fun and really good and like such like a cool way for me to like get involved with the pro-life movement without um like I don't know because I'm a teacher so I just feel like it like suits my gifts really well and I really enjoy doing that and getting to like know the other child care workers and like getting to the kids that come on a regular basis and um getting to play with them and stuff so that's been a really fun thing I've been doing this summer and then um Whenever there are abortions at this facility at the Planned Parenthood, they're not like every single day at this one. There's only on certain days of the week. And so, about every other week, um Katie, the girl I met at this uh training, she and I drive up together. We carpool and then um we stand outside the Planned Parenthood and try to talk to women as they come and go and offer them alternatives because sometimes you don't know like what all your choices are and what you can choose from and stuff so we just want to help them in any way that we can um and then usually though whenever we're there it's whenever the women are leaving that have had an abortion and sometimes they won't talk to us but if we can we try to like give them these like blessing bags that have like um, resources for different organizations that offer por- post-abortive healing for them um, because we want to be like really sensitive and like recognize that they're like going through a really hard time and we just want to let them know you know that like we love them um, are praying for them and that there is hope and healing available for them if they want like to like look into that more so that's that. (laughs) And I find it really hard, honestly, to talk about it, like talk about, um, the stuff I've been doing with like pro-life organizations and like going out to the sidewalk and like talking to people at Planned Parenthood. Um, like, because, I don't feel like I'm an expert at all the different things or like the policies, and all the politics that are going on right now around abortion. Like I'm not very educated. I'm trying to learn more and I'm trying to like research and like look at the news more um, so I can be because of I've gotten interested in this. But I just know like this is such a hard topic and I'm going to like, I don't know, like I know, like I don't know. I like blah, words. I have a hard time bringing it up, though, with my friends because I I'm worried that I'm worried that somebody that I know will have had an abortion in their past without telling me about it. You know, because I know it's usually a very secretive thing, and I just don't want to hurt them or make it seem like I'm judging my friends, you know? So I don't know. I'm like very private, I feel like, in this and like who I talk to about it. And now I'm making a podcast about it and putting it on the internet, which is kind of funny. But um, I don't know. So if you've had an abortion or you know someone who has had an abortion, like, I don't know. I don't want this episode to come across as like judgy whatsoever. Like this is my story of how I've learned and grown into this pro-life movement, and you have your story, too, and, like, um, like, I don't want to say, like, what your life situations are, like, your choices, like, (sighs) this is hard, um, what am I trying to say? Anyway, if you've had an abortion, I love you, there are resources out there available to help you with healing, like I talked about with those other, um, like, what we try to, like, Tell the women at who are leaving Planned Parenthood if you know someone who's had an abortion and would like to send those resources to them. I'm going to put links on the show notes for any sort of like resources I can out there. Or if you know someone who's pregnant and you want to send her resources, like I'm just going to put a whole list on the show notes that you can find on joybecausegrace.com. And so you can look at those and um, get resources, get information to help. People because I that's that's my heart's desire. I just want to help these women um, who find themselves pregnant and don't know what to do. um, Because ultimately, you know, my heart's desire is that they choose life for their baby. But even if they choose abortion, like at least then they would have known all the different opportunities available to them, you know, beforehand, so they can make an educated choice, right. Anyway, this has gotten to be a very somber conversation and it's a very sensitive topic. And, um, but I just wanted to share my story and then talk about those resources. And in a second, I'm going to talk about a few different ways you can get involved with the pro-life movement if you would like more information about that. So stay tuned. Okay, so my tips for how to get involved with the pro-life movement. Tip number one. Google pro-life organizations in and then list your city. Or list a city close by you that has a planned period. Or the nearest large city that um, is closest to you. Like list, you know, you know, like just type into Google. For example, I could type in pro-life organizations in Dallas, Texas, and stuff will pop up, or, you know, search for 40daysforlife.com, like, that's a good place to look at, you can go to the sidewalkadvocatesforlife.com or .org, I don't know, some of these might be .org, so just Google 40 Days for Life, Google Sidewalk Advocates for Life, you can also look for CareNet online, you can look for um, Students for Life, Um, Students for Life has a lot of good resources and stuff out there, too. So, like, these are just ways, um, like, national organizations that you can get involved with. Um, But there's also probably local things, too. Like, I've been really amazed, honestly, at all the different organizations and communities that are pro-life in this town I go to. Um, Like, they're all, like, united. They have this, like, united front. They have monthly meetings to like talk about like how things are going and make announcements and stuff and so like there are like surely gonna be some sort of like pro life organization in the town you're in. And if there's not you could start one. That would be really cool if you could start one. Um so moving forward for example um my friends Katie and I had the idea to put, like, a handwritten note, like, a prayer with, like, a Bible verse in the post-abortive blessing bags that we pass out at Planned Parenthood. Like, we wanted to have, like, this blessing bag party. And so we talked to a few people who are, like, done this, like, been in the pro-life community for, like, years and years. And they love the idea. We're having a party coming up soon, which I'm super excited about. And, like, we're also wanting to... um get involved at a few of the different universities in the area and like trying to support their pro life groups that they already have established and things and so just it's really cool like i feel like a part of a community all the pro-life people i've met are really nice um so i encourage you if you're interested in getting involved in your community definitely do like try like i'm so grateful i went scared Like, I showed up scared to that prayer event um, after the 40 Days for Life campaign. I showed up scared at the Sidewalk Advocates for Life training. I showed up scared at the first community get-together, that monthly meeting I was talking about. And now, I show up excited. I show up so pumped to get involved, to learn more, to pray. So, I encourage you, show up scared. Show up and do it anyway. Even if you're nervous, even if you don't know what to do, even if you don't feel completely educated, like myself, just show up and pray, and God will take care of the rest, you know? Um, But there's, seriously, there's, like, stuff you could do, like, regardless of, like, your gifts and talents. Like, we all have different spiritual gifts, we all have different personalities, and we all have different talents as well. And so like I'm helping out at this uh with childcare at this pregnancy center. My friend Katie, she um is really good at like uh graphic design and stuff like that. So she's helping this pregnancy center with different like social media stuff and things and like helping them out with their newsletter. And so if that's up your alley, you know, like you could find a pregnancy center near you and like offer them that service like it doesn't have to be like talking one-on-one with a woman who's in crisis Um, like I'm slowly getting better at that but honestly I'm still really nervous at talking with people um, who are in those crisis situations but I like watching and learning and growing and stretching myself and stepping outside of my comfort zone and so, anyway, I just encourage you to do that too. And if you would like more information about national organizations, I will definitely link those in the show notes at uh, joybecausegrace.com. And you can go to those that I mentioned earlier. Main ones that I recommend starting at are um, the Sidewalk Advocates for Life, Students for Life, and 40 Days for Life. Again, lots of lives and these different organizations. It's hard to keep track. But anyway, um, yeah. So that's going to be the end of this segment. Hey, so thanks so much for listening to this episode of Coffee with Kara. I know that this has been a totally different topic than we usually talk about. Normally, here we talk about dating and singleness and tips for the Christian faith, but I don't know. Today, I just really felt like I needed to share my story with someone. I needed to talk about all the different pro-life things and like share my passion and just Give my story and kind of, I guess, it's my pro-life testimony. I don't know, but I figured who else better to share it with than you. And so I thank you so much for listening. Um, and I wanted to quickly say again before I end this episode um, that every and every, every single uh, resource that I have mentioned in this. Um, Episode, be they resources for post-abortive women, resources for pregnant women, resources for people who just want to get involved with the pro-life movement. All of those sources will be listed out on uh, my blog, joybecausegrace.com. Um, I think I think I'll make the link, joybecausegrace.com/pro-life testimony slash okay and you can see that like it'll be linked down below on this episode as well but you'll find all the resources there um yeah so anyway thank you for listening I'll be back next week with a normal topic um for our coffee date um if you have any feedback any opinions any stories you want to share feel free to um find me on Anchor. That's anchor.fm. There's also an app. And you can find the Coffee with Care podcast on there and leave me a voice message. I would love to hear from you there. And you can also leave a comment on that blog post that I just referenced, thejoybecausegrace.com slash pro-life-testimony. Um, but again, remember my disclaimer, I'm not an expert about politics, I do not want to get into any debates, so please keep eating comments, voicemails, respectful and polite, and anyway, that is all, so I'll talk to you later, bye bye!